it's Matty and Patty, coast to coast from Brooklyn. It's Patty Madam in San Francisco. It's Matt Younger. Say hello, Patty. Hello, Patty. Welcome. Exciting times. To Jurassic Park to fight the Velociraptors. Those fierce Velociraptors from Canada. It's going to be exciting, Matty. Oh, I'm thrilled. Well, welcome to the Cleveland Sports Hour. We are two self-aware but unapologetic homers who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the Cavs, the Browns, and the Tribe. So if you like the informed, intelligent Cleveland fans' perspective, you've come to the right place. Well, Maddie, it's been a long week without basketball for the Cavs and Lil' Kev. Poor Lil' uh, Kev. Poor Lil' Kev. A week filled primarily with film. Uh, yes, you know, the X's and O's, but primarily Richard Jefferson's Snapchat account. Maddie, just... How ironic is it that Richard Jefferson, who's like the oldest guy in the team, is not only the Snapchat sensation, but he's also the black lookalike for our dear friend and utter disappointment in life, Scooter, who is an embarrassing troglodyte when it comes to technology and social media. It is a bit strange. It's, it's odd, right? This, is, this mm-hmm. is what I call a tall black Scooter. Or tall bald Scooter. Either way. Both good. They work. Um, so, I don't know. Is the week off good? Is it bad? Are we happy that we don't have to face the heat? Or did we miss out on some potential catharsis? So, we're going to dig into all that, plus a fresh edition of the playoff kill list, our serious predictions, as well as a look at the Western Conference, which, yeah, okay, okay, see? That was pretty good. Uh, before wrapping up with some quick thoughts on the tribe, maybe. Uh, I don't think we're going to get to the Browns this week. I don't have anything. Do you have anything to say about the Browns? <laughs> no. No, I do not. Well, I was going to say, but. I think you're going to get some brown stuff in anyway, Pat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I was going to say, but first, I was going to say, let's 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 start with a look back at those sad, sad winged creatures of the ATL. However, however, Maddie, breaking news. Breaking news. Something really important came out in Cleveland sports uh, fandom for the Cleveland sports. Uh, yeah, we are the Cleveland Sports Hour, right? That is true. So it, we would be remiss if we did not comment on the huge nationwide event that everyone is talking about. No, no one. Just people who know people from Cleveland are talking about. Uh, 30 for 30 came out with Believe Land this weekend. Um, and Maddie, did you get to see it? No, I was unfortunately at a wedding last night and just getting back today, so I haven't had an opportunity to watch it yet. It's bullshit, but- Matt. Bullshit. I know. Bullshit. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> Honestly, until an hour before the podcast, I, 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 was, I was thankful for the fact that you didn't see it because I, uh, I, I wouldn't look bad having not watched it. However, I actually, because I didn't realize I didn't actually have HBO, so I couldn't watch Game of Thrones, this is clear. My priorities were Game of Thrones first, believe it or not. Second, uh, I, 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 I had, I, 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 uh, I started watching the Blue Lens. So I watched the whole thing, Maddie, and uh, I am primed. I am pumped for this podcast. It was yeah. fantastic. Any, everyone who listens to this podcast has to watch it. It's just, it's just required viewing. Uh, it's required viewing for some of our enemies too, uh, namely the two Fullers, Brett Fuller who has some really awfully stupid things to say about the Browns and Art Modell, uh, and Scott Fuller, otherwise on a scooter, who, who still peddles this nonsense that what LeBron did was worse than what Art Modell did. He still clings to this, this theory of his. Um, it's hard to watch that documentary and, and take either of those men seriously. About this yeah. particular matter. And, Those are unserious positions. Uh, no, this, this movie actually, I think, goes out of its way to uh, be fair to Art Modell, and he comes. I mean, he's he's he comes across horrible. He's he's the he's the uh, you know he's the Sauron. He's the worst. He's just he's <laughs> he's the ultimate evil. Uh, but there's some amazing, amazing ones. The, the interviews with, with Ernest Bayer uh, just choke you up because like yeah, I heard those are tough. 
you just don't realize how, how much it mattered to him, not just like the professional. I mean, look, the guy went on to win a Super Bowl. It was like an amazing play. It had, had, had the catharsis moment, but it still hits him. You know, I don't think it would have – I mean, I, I know. As a, cat, as a Cleveland sports fan, I'd still feel bad about moments like that, even if I was doing it. But, like, having had the moment of championship and triumph, like, I don't know. It, it, it just it, – and that's what we did because it, I forgot that he came back to Cleveland. He was there for the last game as they were – you know, tearing out the stadium seats. Uh, you know, he he connected with the city in a way that you know, yeah. And I did. I I don't think I knew that. I don't think I remember. I I, I was aware of how much that you know. And again, another thing that makes Art Modell look bad is Art Modell was like all hugging him in the in the locker room, and Brent Weiner had nice things to say about him. Uh, except it was it was Modell that traded him at the, at the end of the season. In the off season, between those two years, oh yeah, uh, you know that, that was a that, that movie has Modell written all over it. It's the kind of shit he would do. Um, mm. uh, but no, I came away really struck by how you know the LeBron move hurt because of that. Like if LeBron, if if the Browns had never left Cleveland, I don't think we would have had the same reaction to LeBron leaving. That really. We- yeah. I think I would. I think I would have. Oh, I think we would have been angry. Would have been like, you know, I mean, got to the way we acted to, you know, our bell leaving uh, uh, was it was in large mark a reaction to that. I, I think I think it was a this now too, you motherfucker. Like, you know, it, it was worse for him because he had, you know, for the obvious reasons, he was a, a native son, so to speak, kind of. Uh, you know, he certainly played it up that way. He certainly created an image for himself that way, and. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, Albert Bell and Jim Tomey left after the Browns left, and it, it, the reaction to both of those was not that severe. No, but they were pretty bad. I mean, I mean, he, look, LeBron it was vastly more important, even without the Cleveland connection to the city, to the team, than either of those players were. Uh, it was just, you know, I just, I just don't think we have the same level of reaction. I, I, you know, I, look, clearly we're still angry. Still, we're fans. Any fan gets upset at a hometown son who they, you know, believe in for seven years, just leaving you out of the blue in the way he left. Of course, it still would have been bad. But I, I think the depth of our response was clearly informed by, you know, the history that starts with, with that. We were, we were abused animals, you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're trauma victims as far as sports, sports trauma goes. But not to, you know, the little actual trauma, but from a sports psychology perspective, from a sports fandom perspective, we were traumatized. Uh, and I think this was like, you know, I don't know it's, it's, I, I think there's something to that. I, I think you're right that, yes, we still would have like freaked out and been really angry. And, but I, I don't think it would have affected me to the, 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 the level that it did if, if the Browns hadn't left. You don't think so? You think you would have been exactly the same? Yes, I do. I mean, I we have no way to prove it, obviously, but yes, my no, intuition I'm, I'm just, is. I'm surprised that you just you don't you don't. Uh, I was exactly. There's, there's no doubt as, in your mind. No doubt. In your yeah. Mind. No, no doubt. But I, at all. Believe that to me. Uh, well, you're supporting Scott's position, so that would uh, make him feel good. Supporting Scott's position. No, it still what Mondell did was still worse. <laughs> I'm just saying the level of of trauma I experienced with LeBron leaving was. Would have been the same level. Oh, would have okay. been the same level. So the trauma was clearly worse for you with the Browns. It was the the whole team was gone. Yes, I just I, I, I don't for know sure. how I don't know how it wouldn't inform or affect. Yeah, I, I get yeah, I get it. We're getting into the 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 hypotheticals here that we can't prove the the, the uh, anyway. But uh, uh, 
counterfactuals. Uh, counterfactual. That's the word. Like, thank you. I was going to say double negative. No, it's not double negative. <laughs> counterfactual. Thank you. Uh, the counterfactuals that we can't really uh, uh, prove or disprove. But um, I, I, I don't know. I find I find it hard to believe that that it doesn't inform the reaction somehow in a way that we can't quite quantify. But it it everything. <laughs> nice. I love you yawning and that's my, my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. I'm the dude ready to pass out. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Time to move on then. Uh, all right, so let's 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 leave uh, uh, Believe Land behind with one final word of just fucking see it. It's great. It does a really great job. Uh, it, it, it's good, decent cameos. The people that get they get to talk about this stuff is excellent. A lot of emotional moments uh, uh, and, and a few surprises. A few surprises. Do I get to see Bernie? No. You no not. Bernie? No Bernie. That's a little odd, isn't it? Eh, they probably want someone who could string, you know, uh, a couple sentences together without slurring their speech. Oh. oh. That's why that's what, that's what they didn't ask for me, Maddie. Oh, Patty. <laughs> that's why I wasn't interviewed. Uh, <laughs> oh, taking shots at Bernie. That's your hero. Not taking shots at Bernie. I'm just, I'm, you know, I, I worry about him. That's, that's what I do. That's what I do. Okay. Okay. But there's a lot, there's a lot of good stuff with Bernie. There's that classic shot of him when he's like, you know, uh, uh, declaring for the draft in that ridiculous 1980s like t-shirt. <laughs> like, oh yeah. The, the huge slit stuff. Yes. It's, I hate there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of great Bernie 1980s outfits. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, but no, it's it's just nostalgia of the wazoo. Uh, and Maddie, Maddie, they start the song, they start the the whole like documentary with uh, uh, Bernard Big River. Oh, they, so they they have you from Hello. They have you from Hello. <laughs> it's just... bum, 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 bum. <laughs> oh boy, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I would say if anyone's listening to this, is not you know part of a group of friends and uh, is trying to explain to a significant other, a girl friend make part of their life and want to get them prepared for what they're fully vesting into this is required watching this will explain everything in a short 90 minutes entertaining 90 minutes um so all right with that maddie uh let's move on to uh let, let's first let's talk some beginning. basketball let's talk some basketball let's start from the game let's talk about the sad sad hawks yes um sweep uh, Man. excellent we own that team Holy shit. How many in a row? 11? 12? Four this year, four last year, three in the regular season. Yeah, 11. Uh, it's 11, and then I think the actual playoff is eight. Oh, no, the eight? actual playoff is 12. 12, because because the last time we played them in the playoffs before last year was a sweep uh, as well. In the uh, in, in 09. Exactly. In the, in the yeah. exact same round, second round of the playoffs. Yep. So Maddie, that's the last time did the bad news, Pat, is that's the last time we went eight zero to start a playoff, and then we got crushed by the Magic. So, oh, oh believe me, I've been thinking about that all week long. Is <laughs> that 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 troubling omen? However, this time we are the team bombing threes from every which angle. Oh, that's uh, right. Whereas last year it was the the Magic who were going this kind of un uh, uncanny uh, hot streak from three. That's true. I don't um, think ours is is PED aided. I don't think. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think. In the sense that theirs is kind of proven, ours is unproven. So at least has that going for it. Yeah. Uh, but but let's start with that. That's that's the that's the headline item here. Uh, we set records uh, for a series. Well, not quite for a series. We only have four games. 
Um, yep. Our average over the four games of the series was clearly a record. Our average, uh, our, our total for four games was a record. Our total in one game was a record. Our total over the course of two games was a record. We tied the previous record, which we broke earlier in the playoffs, which then the, the Golden State Warriors broke and then we rebroke in this series. So it was the, impressive. The record going into the playoffs, we broke twice. Yes. Three times if you count, like the time we broke our old record, you know, but, you know, that doesn't count. Uh, so, Eddie, is this a mirage? Are we just getting hot? Are we just launching more? What's, what's going on? Um, it's, it's certainly possible that we, that we will not keep hitting at this rate. Um, but we are a good three-point shooting team. I don't think, I don't think that's going to change. Um, and averaging 16 a game might not continue, but we should 100% be averaging 11 or 12 at a minimum. Um, and there's a, I, I think there's a non-negligible chance we can continue to be this kind of three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you have good shooters around LeBron. Like That's mm-hmm. what teams have been trying to build to for years and years and years, and he's never quite had it like this. Never, never, um, quite, never, quite, had, never quite had it like this? No, I mean, you know, he had some good, some good three-point shooters in, in Miami. Yeah. Not yeah. to this degree where it's everyone. Okay. Well, he had uh, he had some great players in, in in Miami. I don't think he's ever had like had some great three point shooters. A, a couple, but like you know, Dwayne Wade wasn't a great three point shooter. Uh, Bosch wasn't a decent three point shooter until last year or two. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, so yes, this my is, point, this my is point the being, best talent he's been surrounded with. Well, no, for that, I mean, I don't for that. Mean, I, yeah, exactly. Three point shooter. Exactly. I don't. Even, I don't even mean like best talent. I just mean like that. This team is everyone can shoot threes except Tristan Thompson. Everyone. Yep. The second worst three points true in the team is LeBron. Yes. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, also, it's a sign of how badly he's been shooting threes lately, because normally he's a much better shooter than this. But, well, except not lately. Well, that was the uh, difference in the Atlanta yeah, series. Is I, even I LeBron I, was shooting pretty yeah, well. Exactly. I met more Miami lately. Um, you know, in Miami, he was hitting you know thirty five. He was hitting Draymond Green levels um, <laughs> of threes. Uh, which is what you know. All you really want from a guy that's as talented as LeBron, you don't need. Oh, I think he got up to forty percent from three point range in my. One year, right? One year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. He, uh, yeah. I mean, that this is this is the dream, right? This is what you want around him, and I think mm-hmm. there is a chance. And again, Pat, I got to start tempering myself because I'm in a dangerous temper, place temper, of starting temper. starting yep, to bleed. Temper. Temper. But. Uh, you know, there's a chance that, this is the, that you are functionally unguardable when you can spread the floor, let LeBron go to work, and just have shooters that can. Because it's not like we just got wildly hot. We were getting great looks. That's the thing, and that's what I was going to say. The, my, my biggest concern when I first was, see, you know, because I had to watch these games on delay a little bit because just because my work schedule and I, I taped the games that I you know missed. Like I, I missed in real time the three point barrage, and I watched and it, it, it got unwatchable at some point because it was just it was just repeat. It was it was like watching the same play over and over again. They would just like allow us to drive in the paint. They would crunch in, overcompensate, and we get these wide open looks. And we didn't get the wide open look the first time. I mean, you get the second time, you get the third or the fourth time. He's just swinging around the horn. There's four guys yep. sitting there. Four guys sitting there ready for a three-point shot, and all four of them can fucking drain it. It was just – it was brutal. I could, I could just – I mean, the, 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 if you guys don't follow Twitter, the Hawks' Twitter account was just amazing during that game. Uh, it's just like at halftime, it was like, boy, take away the three-pointers. We're right in this. Like, <laughs> it, it put the crying Jordan shot on its own Twitter account in, in place of the Hawks' hawk. 
<laughs> oh. replace the Hawks Hawk with a crying Jordan. Uh, you know, and a couple other tweets. I actually deleted a tweet at some point, I think, because someone was like, dude, dude, tone it down. Tone down the despair. We can't take this. Uh, and, like, they, they were just done. And, like, that's how I would have felt if I was watching it. I mean, I, I've been there. You, we've all been there. We're Cleveland fans. Yes. We've all been there. We've all seen this happen to a Cleveland team in a playoff game, in a regular season game. This was Cleveland dishing out to someone else. It's been a long time since we've been able to see something like that. And it wasn't just us being hot, although it was certainly a part of that. And it wasn't us being lucky, also a part of that, that bounce pass off someone's head that went straight to a three from Shump. Is yeah, your, that, was, that was awesome. Your definition of that's your night. When you throw a pass that gets bounced off someone's head, lands in Shump's hands, and he drains a three, it's your night. Uh, but that was my thing, is that we weren't just draining threes. That was what they were giving us. Um, the big thing for this week, the, the whole series, I saw the stat um, – you know, our three-point shooting was like 60% or something like that for the whole series. It was crazy. But our shots at the rim. Terrible. Terrible. So that, bad. But that was the Hawks' game plan. Mm-hmm. They were like, dude, shoot three all you want. We're not getting you get easy baskets, which is a bad strategy now. <laughs> you know, I, I could sort of see that being the argument. We certainly played it with Schroeder, with certain players on, on the Hawks team. Schroeder, Schroeder or Schroeder? Schroeder? Schroeder, I think. Schroeder. Oh, I always get these things wrong. Uh, Schroeder and uh, T, we let him do that a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Baseball, certainly. We're like, yeah, shoot threes, fine. We, so we did that a little bit, but we didn't let, you know, Corver uh, uh, shoot threes. We didn't, let, you know, we didn't let a lot of guys shoot threes. Um, they did the well, same with us, but we, they, couldn't, they couldn't pull that off because we had too many shooters. Well, it's also, they are, people think of Atlanta as a good jump shooting team. They're not, not really. Corver yeah. is outstanding. And then there's some guys who can hit it, but not they're not great three-point shooters. So it's a strategy that works against them. We've got really good three-point shooters on this team. Yeah. Really good. So that's and a thing. Especially just, if Kyrie's really, you know. I feel, I, mean, like the reason, I feel like the reason we got these looks was because Bud doubled down on a strategy of let them have threes. The, the, the percentage will bear out. Like, we'll try and play it well and guard them. But the number one priority is do not let them get in the paint. Have two guys around that make it really hard for them to make a shot around the paint. Yeah, they 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 put all their money in that and they left it out in the open and we just destroyed it. It was great. So yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna you know shoot like that again. But I don't think the other teams are gonna guard like that again, which means we should have easier looks in the basket. By so you would anticipate our three point percentage dropping, but are are actually making more more twos than threes. If things go well, or at least the, the ratio resetting itself, I think we're still going to get a ton of threes. I mean, the, the Raptors so, today, the Raptors today hit, hit a ton of threes, and at the end of the day, I was looking at their, their, their numbers, and they didn't even have 10 three-pointers. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's really insane what we were doing. So my question there, Pat, is do you feel like – because that's something we worried about, that our offense was just three-pointers, and if we weren't hitting threes, we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. We felt that way a little bit still in the Pistons series. Big time. Um, do you think this reinforces that and that we're going to go through a period, you know, maybe starting immediately where we go cold and we're just done for? It leaves an open question because I haven't seen us uh, work it in the paint. I felt that at the game one, game one, we did not win that game with three pointers at the end. If that makes sense. We lost yes. threes. Yes. We blew, the, we blew the lead again the way we've been doing because, we, because this is the problem. As you said, we're unguardable, right? When the, with LeBron surrounded by all the three point shooters, we're unguardable. With LeBron and Kyrie, you know, all these guys who can finish and, mm-hmm. uh, and three point shooters around them, we're unguardable. Except when they stop hitting. 
and we yep. get a bat, easy basket. That's where we blow twenty point leads in in the flash of an eye. Um, like excuse me. Um, but the first game against the Hawks, I found us actually executing under the basket. Um, good plays. There was not a bunch. There was one big three. There was a big crazy ass uh, uh, J.R. Smith three. Uh, but aside from that, it was all ball movement, getting easy looks in the basket. LeBron being LeBron. Uh, so that was one piece of encouragement. And then game two happened. And then. <laughs> Even game three, game three, we had a bunch of threes. Obviously, it was uh, it was training Fry's coming out party. But when he wasn't hitting threes, we were putting the ball, you know, down, you know, down low, getting, getting easy baskets on the corner. Yeah, I agree. That is a fundamental thing that felt like it changed in that series was that we were getting our looks by do, doing the things we want to do on offense. Right. And and previously we'd settled sort of for threes, um, mm-hmm. either just getting jacked up or coming off of one pass, and it might not, maybe not the best looks ever. But they felt almost entirely to me like it came in the flow of a good offense. Totally. Um, they could have adjusted in other ways if the threes weren't there. Exactly. So I think that's I think that's the hope. Yeah. It's not that we just started hitting threes, but that we our offense started to gel in a way, and that happened to result in a ton of threes in this series, and maybe mm-hmm. it could result in something else uh, if that's taken away from us in the future. Absolutely. That's, that's the most hopeful read. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, side note, uh, Bill Simmons is bitch, right? Oh, thank, yes. I'm excited to talk about this. Huge bitch. Uh, what, Maddie, what, what did Bill Simmons say when the Cavs traded for Channing Frye? Uh, wouldn't be that big a deal because Fry's a decent three point shooter, but how, he's not he's not going to get any open looks. In Cleveland, <laughs> the dumbest, dumbest thing imaginable. <laughs> that's the whole point of three point shooters with LeBron is that you get open looks. I mean, that's an embarrassingly that's dumb thing point. to say on, on any level, even at the time. Yeah, it, it was it was ignorant. He's not that ignorant either. It was a weird thing. I mean, even even. Even LeBron 1.0 in Cleveland. It's the one thing 100%. he did was the open three-point shots. That's the one thing he did. For sure, you can count on. LeBron James gets to the open three-point shots. That's what he oh, yeah. One of the things he always will do. Just the dumbest shit. So silly. So I, I, I put another uh, tweet out to you during the Hawks series. Uh, uh, he said he said on some radio show, I forget what it was, um, maybe it was True Hope or somebody's podcast. Uh, that, that team, no, I think he was on. Uh, I think he was on. What was he? What uh, Coward Show. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And he said that, that team uh, in Game Two isn't Cleveland. They're a great front-running team. They're only great when they're up twenty points. That's dead wrong. What the fuck? Like, it's dead just wrong. like it's just it's just. There's this weird like, am I am I taking crazy pills? Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's like someone's trying to pretend that Cleveland doesn't have the psychosis it has because our teams always blow gigantic twenty-point leads. When they get a twenty-point lead, that's how you know things are going to turn bad. Like that's when yeah. I start to get nervous. When you get twenty-point lead, I go, okay, now I can get nervous. Now we're going to start blowing it. Now we're going to start blowing it. Because we yeah. did, we blew, we blew like uh, I mean, double-digit so twenty-point leads, leads this season. There's so many headlines. We blew two. 15 in one game plus leads against the Hawks in the in the regular season. We end up pulling it out. Oh, those. I was thinking of the Dallas game when we had oh, two yeah. different fifteen point leads and blew them in the same game. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 like against this exact same team. 
We blew yeah. them multiple times. We still pulled it out. We blew yeah. it in the first game. Yeah. Like the whole, like, what? what? Just unbelievable. Ugh, unbelievable. No, it's pretty silly. He's, he's doing a lot of talking now about how Cleveland fans are getting mad at him. Well, and I don't think he knows what it's – he thinks it's just, you know, we're mad for the regular reasons that we're mad because the futility and whatnot. But, uh, no, no I'm mad. A, the ignorance is making me mad. Either he, bad takes are making me mad. Either he's not nearly as is, – is, is, like, clearly he has a lot of good things in his name in terms of building up Grant Lamb, which is a great publication, 30 for 30 series, obviously, for Leave Lamb, so, you know, extension of that. Uh, uh, he's got a lot of good things going for him. A lot of really smart people that I respect speak well of him. He was a fun writer, but he, either either he's a complete asshole that is intentionally baiting us, which I think is actually what's happening, or he's the dumbest motherfucker who is who's, who's, who's this successful in sports that I've come across. Well, no, 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 that's. I'm yeah, already, I'm, already, I'm already backing up. There's a lot of dumb yeah. motherfuckers. Really, so that's yeah, I was going to say, that's a dangerous thing. To a lot of dumb motherfuckers that have, have the, the cachet of being the thinking, the, the thinking man's fan. uh, sports fan writer. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is the worst fucking takes. Just ignorant as shit. So he had another that didn't, it's not quite to that level, but that I disagree with and illuminates a larger point, I think, which is... He's talking about just, he's like, I don't know how good the Cavs are. The East is so terrible that I can't quite determine, you know, I can't figure it out. And that, that mm-hmm. compares to OKC, who just had that incredible win against the Spurs, right? right? But honestly, I mean, I think the Pistons and the Hawks are better teams than the Rockets and the Trailblazers. Rockets, for sure. Trailblazers, you can make an argument about. Trailblazers are another team that's sort of like, like surprised the shit out of me and became a dangerous team by the sure. year. But for I, sure, but I, the Hawks had the best defense in the NBA. You know, like it's it's not like this is not your your father's Eastern Conference, right? Yeah. The Eastern no, Conference is a lot better this year. I agree. Absolutely. We haven't played anybody that's on the OKC. Put it this way: uh, Spurs, Agreed. Spurs, yes. Warriors level, but the rest of the West was not not that good. Agreed. Uh, so I'm sorry. I, Portland's the only team you can debate uh, as being uh, in the same league as any uh, of the teams in the one through eight. Yeah, Portland's the only team that's in that conversation. Uh, I think like a strong army that they're better than than than. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You can, I mean, we'll we'll see about uh, uh, the Raptors, but you can make an argument that they're better than 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 you know four through eight. But it's not by a mar- wide margin. And for God's sake, in the Eastern Conference. Three and seven were separated by not even a game. Yeah. So, like, it's a, it's a really tight pack of quality teams that just don't separate themselves from each other. Um, they just don't get to the level of OKC and above in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, so, I don't – yeah, I don't think we've just been running over patsies. No, these, no. These that, first that's, that's two gone. series. That's, you, can't, you can't make that – that's just not a, a, a legitimate case to make. Also, also sorry, one last sentence thing, then we can, oh, then we yeah. can keep moving which is he tweeted out right before this series started something like Hawks plus like play a championship odds for the Hawks is plus 500. That looks pretty, pretty enticing. Yeah. And they got swept. Yeah. Swept. Fucking crushed by double figure. He's what a fool. He's just a, yeah. It's, 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 and what, what do you name his new TV show? Uh, any given Wednesday. Awful. <laughs> just awful. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, another bud decision that, 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 stuck, that stood out to me, uh, he admitted in game four that, you know, as Kevin Love went off in game four, right, 
even though he had a horrible shooting game, he had probably his most prolific, like Kevin Love, big scorer type game I can recall. Well, he had a great, he had a great three point shooting game. That's for point. Yeah, he was ba- he couldn't hit anything else. I feel no, like he was like two, two for ten or something, or two for eleven from inside three point range. Crazy. Now, Pat, I, Pat, I had to listen to that game because we were we were driving. I've watched. Um, um, so I didn't get to see it. Was, what, what was he missing inside? Uh, I mean, and how was he missing? He missed all, all the ways he does. He he he, <laughs> he missed in the bad ways where he's making an aggressive move to the basket, but then looking for a foul and flops up some crap and doesn't get the call. But he also missed some shots that like he just he had his position. He put the shot and he just didn't go in. You know, he he, he missed every way he misses. He had a couple of bad moves. Like he was the thing about Kevin Love. I'm going to skip ahead here. Um, but like, what I was so impressed by Kevin Love in that game and the whole series. We talked about this a little bit last in the last series is that he had a really poor shooting series overall. You know, every game he had a bad shooting series. Just did not have a shot. Um, but he like he really grinded. He really played yes. well on defense. He was a force on the rebounding. You know, he plus TT just just terrorized them. And he was not a liability there. And he was constant threat of gravity, uh, which led to game four, where, you know, uh, Coach Bud said, we just, you know, because that's why Kevin Love went off for crazy for three. They just left him wide open for three again and again and again and again. You know what happens with a guy who's that good of a shooter if he's having his hard time hitting shots? You get him practice rounds. He just starts firing yeah. them up. He starts getting it. He started crushing it. Um, he had a couple of big threes, too, uh, in the series. Uh, crunch time threes when things were tight and a few games that were tight. Um, and I was just really impressed with how he came through. And I found it fascinating that Bud you know, made, that, made that call of, like, he said literally we, we decided as a team to make love beat us. And that's a kind of shout-out to the uh, anti-love fans out there and the mm-hmm. Cavs fans that are down on love that another team had that same reaction the Cavs fans had. Like, you know what? I don't think Kevin Love can beat us. Let's let him beat us. And when they let him beat you, yeah, he's he can fucking beat you. Yeah, that's that's the thing, you know. Uh, so I was I was really really pleased with Love. No, I thought he had a I thought he had a very nice series. Mm-hmm. Very nice series. I don't I mean I, I don't know that I was too upset with anybody on the team in that series. Honestly, it's it's, it's hard to be. It really Shumpert is. even Shump, started Shump, started hitting. I mean, he was dribbling a little bit much, but then he also had that sweet putback dunk. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah, shooting a little bit better. I, I really want him to start existing in a world where it's only spot up threes and he can take no more than two dribbles at any one time. But there was one nice moment I think where uh, I, I think I think it was um, uh, Jason Malloy was watching uh, in the locker room and TT walked up to Shump and he looked at him and was like, Shump, are you still fucking looking at that putback dunk? Like Shump, Shump was still watching replays of his own dunk. <laughs> he just like. A, <laughs> <laughs> Shit eating grand like yeah, 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 man, of course. <laughs> That's so funny. Fuck, man, if I don't like that, I fucking watch it over and over again. Um but, again, well, I remember the cast. This one, uh, I, for me a a, a a theme for my cast comments is gonna be the, the legacy of David Blatt. Um you know, whether mm. whether this is whether this is the, this was Ty Lu's strategy all along because David Blatt went with it. But it was a hallmark of, of David Blatt, uh, uh, where he would just like we're going to give you this. And even if you're crushing it, we'll let you keep having it. We'll yeah. We are fine with it. Teague last year, and Teague burned us a bunch of times. But the white, we would just like sag off him five feet. No, yeah, go ahead. Shoot, shoot, please. Yeah. Shoot. 
Don't drive. Shoot, shoot. That's what we want you to do. And he would. And he'd play right in our hands, and we won the, won the series. A couple times, we'll say, I felt I was like, ah, why are you leaving wide open? Our friend Prestige was like really upset about it. Um, was, Kyrie was a little bit upset about it in the first. I mean, you're getting into what this year's strategy was, but Kyrie had even bothered him after that first game. Yeah, the shooter was just like lighting us up. But we know he's a fucking thirty percent three point shooter, something like that. Yep. He's terrible. And we survived the first game, came back to earth. Yeah. It's a series. You know, you might lose a game because of it. You might lose a game because of it. And you have to be willing to do that. The discipline we showed under Blatt showed again under Lou. The other thing I was going to say, I'll just get my, my Blatt stuff out of the way. Have you noticed this phrase you keep hearing the Cavs saying in a lot of quotes um, that talk about how the ball has energy? Yep. Have you seen that in quotes? That's a Blatt oh, quote. It's yeah. a Blatt oh, quote. Oh, yeah. He started at the beginning of last year. I remember there's, there's a big quote about what he says. That's why he talks about ball. That when you move the ball a lot, it has energy. It goes in. They all say it. Lou says it. LeBron's been saying it after Blatt left. Although I think actually Kyrie was saying it before Blatt left. I remember seeing that thinking that was like, that's why I was surprised. I thought like, oh, yeah, this is a buying of the coach. It's like that line to me meant buying from, you know, Co- Coach Blatt. But they're, you know, it's like this is in a way a lot of, you know, this is kind of Blatt's team in still a way. I mean, that's what I find not being so um, implausible that Lou actually was a good guy and a good soldier and did like Blatt and did support him. He just was like, Blatt was terrible with people. I think that's, and, I think that's real. Did you see all the stuff about Lou not signing? You know, Lou, Lou has not signed the contract extension yeah, that I thought yes. he signed. That, like, exactly. I, mean, I was convinced that that had happened. I think his whole thing is I don't feel right doing like doing that to you know, yeah, to Blatt. Like I will yeah. wait till the season's over and then we can have that conversation. Like I, I, I think I do believe that everything that Blatt said about Lou in particular. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, you know, Blatt has never said one bad word or suggested word about Lou. In fact, gets really defensive and like, there's something there. That's why I always said, like, it felt like Blatt was always a good guy. He just was like a fucking dick to work for. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I've had, I've had some bad, some of my favorite bosses were the biggest fucking assholes in the earth. But like, now that I don't, now that I don't work for them, I love them. Like, yeah. I, say, I say nothing but great things about them because like, they are some of my favorite people. I learned so much from them, you know? And I feel like this team has learned a lot from Blatt now that he's not here. <laughs> uh, but I think that's the thing. You know, whatever happens to this team this year, that you know, Blatt, you know, Blatt, Blatt deserves part of the credit. I think that's something to, to be sure. Uh, For sure. Some of, the, some of the records he deserves credit, too. I don't think you can vote coaches' playoff shares, but if you could, you would get voted one. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, how about TT in this series, Matty? Very impressed with TT. Hmm. Even, even through his, uh, his hacka. He held his own through the hacka. He's fine. You're hitting one every time. That's all you know. That's, that's all I need. It's a point per possession. I think that's fine. And he's he's better than that, actually. He's fifty percent. I, yeah. I don't see this being a real threat going forward. As long as you have fifty percent, hacker's not a good strategy. It's a good strategy in burst. It's a gamble strategy in burst, right? Well, and it's maybe a good strategy yeah. if if the alternative is we're hitting three pointers at sixty percent right. clip, right? right. Then anything you can do to slow it down is probably worth it. Right, and then you're desperate. But, but, but getting one point per possession is amazing in basketball, right? Yeah, right. That's amazing. The thing is, when you get into small sample sizes, you might be able to pull off a, a double miss from TT. So that's the strategy. But like it's it's just it just the odds are the odds are in our favor here. So I'm yeah. not I'm not worried about that in the least. But no, you have to be a you really have to be a Drummond Jordan level free throw shooter for it to make a lot of sense. That's why it's a it's a strategy that only really affects a few guys. Um, but now I wish I, look, I kind of looked this up, but I saw, I read somewhere, Matty, that Al Horford did not have a single offensive rebound the entire series. Whoa. 
this might be one of those apocryphal things that somebody said on Twitter that I just took it took instantly. Even you know, the one, I, I, you know, I there was there was one game in that series where they absolutely killed us on the boards. I think maybe the third game, first game, third game, they they out they had more offensive rebounds than we did. So I find it hard to believe that Horford didn't get one of those, but maybe. Regardless, regardless, he certainly didn't feel like a big uh, a big presence. Mm-mm, not at all. And, and, did not feel know. like a superstar to me. Did not feel no. like a player that a team should dump an ex- exorbitant amounts of money on in this offseason because he's going to transform them. No. I don't know. I, I always come away from these the Hawks series less impressed. By the Hawks. With Horford, <laughs> Horford the Hawks yeah. generally Horford in particular, who's and and even Millsap this series honestly wasn't. Well, Millsap had that. And, 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 I mean, you you want well, you want to see TT's impact? You know, yeah. TT got two quick fouls in Game Four, went out way earlier than we expected. We had to put out our our um, our uh, Fry Love lineup, and Fry Love is meant to play against not Horford and and Millsap. It's meant to play against the second string. Yeah, uh, and yeah, Millsap torched uh, our guys. We had our Richard Jefferson guarding him for some reason, which is crazy. Um, but you know, uh, well, I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm looking through the games right now, looking for uh, I, I'm you know I've seen game one, um, and there's no game one, no no offensive rebound, not single one. Hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll have to see. So I have as you're as you're looking at these, I have another quick thing to add, which is the. So I had to listen to the game on the radio to game right. four, and mm-hmm. uh, Sirius XM gave me the Hawks feed, which is too bad. Uh, yeah. Their announcer was unbelievably biased. <laughs> Unbelievable, like I I get homerism, and I like a little. I think your your, yeah, I mean, your announcer should be a little should be rooting for the team. Like, I think that's part of it. I, I think the idea that they're supposed to be objective is stupid. That's a, that's a, a broadcast for the fans of that team. In my opinion, it's not a national broadcast. This guy went so far beyond the pale. It was, un, it was enough that my wife who knows nothing about sports and, and more or less actively hates them, but was gracious enough to let me listen to the game turned to me at one point and was like, this announcer is sort of being unprofessional. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't really okay to talk this is, like this, yeah, is it? It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh Quite like God. every time there's a call, he's like, oh, 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 well, I guess the refs are going to go consult with LeBron before they make their decision here. It was like if, if you or I were a Hawks fan and we're calling. It was just it's a Tommy way beyond the pale. Yeah, Matty, yes. uh, I, I double-checked. I uh, went through all four box scores of the games, zero offensive rebounds. The wow. Entire series, the entire series. It's an indictment. I mean, look, offensive rebounds, I get it. I get it. Over the course of four games, I expect Al Horford to get a single offensive rebound. Yeah. I mean, Mills have had eight, you know, in game one, and Baysmore had four. So it's a little bit of you know, fatigue had one. So it's a little bit – that's my point. It's kind of random. Kind of. You know, yeah, but that's – One would go Horford's way. Um, anyway, point being, he totally neutralized Horford and Millsap, and that's, that's, that's TT's gift. I mean, that, that's where he gets his fucking money. Yeah. He'll, uh, he was big. Uh, offensive rebounds are a big part of our game, too. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, as, uh, maybe as much as the three-point shot. So that's interesting. It'll be interesting. Well, we'll get into our, our Raptors preview here in a minute. Yeah, we yeah. Should, uh, we should keep going. We should get going. Let's, let's get through Br- briefly. Uh, uh, thoughts on uh, uh, RJ's uh, Snapchat account? Have you, have you, have you followed <laughs> it? Nothing other than – no, I don't follow his Snapchat account. I just hear about it from you. 
And I'm whenever really, Dave McMenamin I, writes about it, now, I'm not yeah. on Snap. I'm not on Snapchat. So guys, I'm a very guys, slow adopter. Just Google Lil Kev or look up Dave McMenamin's article. I am familiar on, with Little Kev from the article, which is uh, 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 you know some some Tommy Hilfiger model. I don't know. Yeah, who, I think it was a Tommy Hilfiger ad. Uh, who looked a little bit like Kevin Love, and so t- he cut it out, and eventually, like, he got so beat up that he laminated it. <laughs> and started taking, he, he kept, like, using, taking it around and, and, and talking to him like his real person. Uh, everyone doing the Kevin Love impersonations. It got to the point where, like, he got mad at uh, Channing Fry for asking for him to pick him up. So he made Kevin Fry sit in the, sit in the Kevin Fry, uh, Kevin Fry, Channing Fry sit in the back seat. Uh, because Lil Kev, the car, you know, the, the paper cutout of, of, of Lil Kev, was sitting in the front seat. He <laughs> sit back there. And when David Benham asked him about, like, who went to laminate, Lil Kev, uh, RJ said, look, I think you're getting into too much of his personal life here. Let's just talk basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, it's, I don't, I, I never use Snapchat. I used it like I had to sign it once for my job to like learn how, how it works or make sense of like what would make sense for, you know, I work in this industry and I don't use it organically, but I want to figure out how it is used by people organically. Uh, I still really have a hard time understanding uh, what the appeal of it is, but, but the only thing, one thing I do regularly on my own, not for work, use it for is to check Richard Jefferson to see what's going on. Like they had dance parties. There was a good point where they, they you know, he asked Channing Fry, so we're watching a lot of film this week, right? He's like, yeah, lots of film, lots of film. And they're walking down a row of like, you know, they're outside some AMC Lowe's theater. <laughs> and then we caught. <laughs> they had dance party. LeBron showed up. TT was there. Kevin Love. Like, it's just nice seeing the guys like kind of get together. That, that, that's the thing that, you know, uh, David Griffin was talking about. Um, just these guys like enjoying each other's company. And it's it's weird that, it couldn't happen when, you know, Blatt was there, but, like, it seems to have happened now. Yeah, you know, it felt like it happened in the playoffs last year. I felt like That's this true. team was tight and had good chemistry. That's true. Maybe it just takes playoffs, right? And all that. I don't know. RJ has been a nice feature of this team. I, I'm very surprised he's played as much as he has through the first two rounds. I'm, yeah, hitting those threes. I'm sort of ready for his minutes to drop off at some point, but... Um, and very surprised someone who looks like Scott Fuller could be this valuable to a team. Yeah, just you know, I just sort of assume the association would would would, uh, would have a negative impact at some point. Yes, that's it, it, surprises never cease. Surprises never cease. Um, the only last thing I wanted to say about the Hawks series was the end of the game, uh, game four. Um, some troubling, troubling uh, end of game possessions there at the end. We were lucky to get out of there, just like we were lucky to get out of the Pistons series on that sweep, right? Yeah. You know, it's like by the end of the series, we had some bad habits happen. LeBron, LeBron did his, uh, I call it my, my, you know, my, my major league moment the, with William Ace Hayes, where he was just jab-stepping, jab-stepping, uh, a step inside the three-point line, trying to, like, draw a clock down. And we could just run a play, but he wanted to jab-step and take a shot, and then, of course, he hit it, which, which always reminds me of this scene from, uh, from, from Major League. Look out there. Hey. Nice catch, Hayes. Never fucking do it again. Uh, uh, that's why I feel about LeBron stuff like that. And of course, he did it again at the end of the game. That was the, the next possession, game. right? Next possession. I mean, he, he redeemed himself, but Jesus, that was the worst. That was terrible. no. I don't. I don't. Yeah, we got that's we the fear. Got, we got away from that. What happened? We were doing so well. Stiggy was right. so happy with all the out of bounds plays and all the like late game yep. plays. Anyway, we didn't right, get I, away with that shit against the Hawks and the and the Pistons. We can. We can. That's true. That, that'll burn us in another. 
another series, though, for we sure. Might be able, we might be able to get, with, get away with it with the Raptors, too, but but, uh, but let's not count our chickens yet. Correct. Uh, all right, so we are up against the Velociraptors, Maddie. So crazy that that's their name, isn't it? I know. I, so many Mid-90s knows. Jurassic Park fever, out of control, and still out living with it 20 years later. It struck me when somebody like was doing a, a, a variation on the game blouses um, uh, uh, Chappelle show skit thing with Prince saying game Velociraptors. And I just started chuckling. I was like, that's the fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> Velociraptors. So crazy. <laughs> so I'm going to call it Velociraptors from now on, Maddie. That's, that's obviously the theme of the, uh, the podcast for today's. Oh, all right. So Velociraptors. Uh, Maddie, let's just get right to it. Uh, right to it. Uh, oh, 45, 45 minutes in. Uh, let's get right to it, Maddie. <laughs> let's not waste any time. Patty, let's waste a little more time and talk about if we if, did anybody else end up on the kill list for the Hawks. Mm. I, 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 I deeply apologize. That's all right. This who is else? a way. This is a good. This is a good transition to the who else? Who else? Who else made it to your your kill list? Uh, I'm not sure anyone comes out to me. Um, Schroeder was on there. Teague, Teague, Baysmore about- was. But what? Bazemore didn't do much to make me not, hate him, yeah, honestly. Not, not at all. Uh, even Schroeder didn't do a ton to make me hate him. The guy that got me was uh, oh. Teague with that nice little uh, about that. shoulder into LeBron at the end of no game suspension. three. Yeah, they would have been suspended for two games for that. <laughs> for sure. Minimum. That was uh, – yeah, I was surprised they didn't throw him out of the game just to – at the moment. And also, that gets them off the hook for suspension, too. Exactly. Take them out of the game now, last two minutes, big deal. Game's out yeah. of reach. That Ouch. was really... That was, I, it was bad officially, not, not to chuck they should, they should have ejected him for that. They should have done that. I was thing. so surprised that JR sprinting over to help LeBron out from the stands was not him sprinting over to just destroy <laughs> Jeff T. I was like, oh, no, JR, don't do it. Personal growth. No, you're coming from a good place here, but don't do it. Personal growth. Oh, okay. and and can we just talk? Can we just talk about Jr. for a minute? Yeah. Just, just he was so great. He, he was, was so wonderful. I, he's my favorite. Call me the king's ransom, but still enigmatic, athletic, enhanced. <laughs> he was so good. I love Jr. Oh my god. So I yeah. I, so Teague jumped. To, I think he was at the top of the list for me. I don't know that anybody else. Uh, Chris Humphreys, I started to hate a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Humphrey. Why? Why? He was he was playing better than I wanted him to play. Right. Yeah. He didn't really do anything. He was just hitting some threes, and I didn't Not like it. Time. Yeah, no, it's annoying. I started saying mean things about him to myself while I was watching the game by myself. But Teague was listen. Teague was already on my kill list, and Teague definitely definitely tops the kill list for me for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, He's sure. number one. Bazemore was was well behaved. Yeah, he was uh, well behaved. He was. And nobody else. You know, like that. It, the a sweep good. takes a little bit out of it too. Yeah, good, good for you. It's, it's hard. It's hard to want to murder somebody when uh, you don't lose. Losing, but, losing, angry's up the blood. Yeah, but but good for Kent, right? Good for Kent. Good yeah. job. Good effort. You're just you're, 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 we don't want to kill you anymore. It's okay. That, that's that's right. Congratulations. Maturity. All right. Uh, all right. Who do you? Who are you? Who's yeah, on your list, Patty, for the I Raptors? I mean, Skinny, Skinny Kyle's top of my list for sure. Oh man, if he starts getting those calls, the the fake knee mugging, the fake scowl. Oh, oh yeah, that's making me mad already. Been choking for two playoffs in a row until the last two games. Yep. Um, you know that's the one downside, right? Of course. Yeah. Now we get the you know the Raptors, and <laughs> once once uh, Kyle gets comfortable, gets a, gets a shot back. Yeah, exactly. And now gets to be uh, uh, Pete Kyle. Um, 
I'm gonna really probably hate Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, uh, he he has. Is he gonna this, be? Is he back for it? I don't know if he's gonna be back for it. I feel like he was the least likely comeback. If he does come back, he has this like I don't know this this poser tough. Yeah, he feels like a Eastern fake tough guy, doesn't he? Like I, 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 <laughs> I don't. I, I'm trying to make the sound that, that conveys the face. <laughs> That's the kind of, just like how how dare you? I am a I am a strong man. I have a beard. I am tall. Whereas, like you know, God bless our tall giant Nozgov, who's just not even in the rotation anymore. Uh, but like he never did that shit. He was just a dumb fucking giant who would just destroy people without even knowing what's happening. Yeah, he'd upset about stuff. He'd complain, but you know when people get into space and get upset, he's just like you're just you're a fucking tiny person. Yeah. <laughs> he just did not care. Whereas Jonas would get like offended by smaller people, like you know banging into him, and it's like just dude, you're, you're a giant. Act like it. Uh, so I'm gonna. I probably will hate him quite a bit. Um, Biz- Bismack Biombo is he gonna make you mad? I don't know. He didn't upset me in this. I feel like he did something. In the, did, he, did he do something in the regular season to upset me? I can't remember, Maddie. Did he? I don't think. I don't think I so. Think so he gets upset there's actually things. a lot of guys that aren't terribly hateable on this. No, they're, if, they're they're a lot like the Hawks in this regard. Yeah, Luis Scola can get you, but oh. he's not really playing so much anymore. So I don't know if he's going to see enough minutes to, to get there for us. Suave. Yeah, that, that's that's the one. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I fucking hate him. I would. I God. But yeah, I haven't seen him on the court in for ages. And now he's, a, he's he was Vasquez is long gone, right? Uh, correct. Yes, he's gone. But like you know, Corey, Corey Joseph, I don't hate. I don't really hate. No, DeRozan. I love Corey Joseph. Uh, DeRozan is like, dude. Yeah, just keep your whole game is twenty foot jumpers. Like, yeah, this is entire. I'm, I'm basically most of the playoffs and it's frustrating. Well, and, when, and free when throws and free throws. Yes, driving to the basket, not making layups and getting getting hit. You know. But like, so if he starts getting calls like like Lowry does, that could yeah, that that's could make me angry. And, that, and that happened in this game, the last game, uh, uh, game four today again. Sorry, game seven against the the Heat. They had like twenty free throws. The Raptors in the first half. Yeah. Garbage. So like, yeah. that's going to watch out for is they are going to get games like that, and it's going to be hard to beat them when they got those kind of calls. Yeah, if those um, two, if their two guards are hitting shots and getting calls. Mm-hmm. Because Tommy, for some reason, can't get the calls that DeMar fucking DeRozan gets. Yeah. LeBron can't, LeBron LeBron can't, get, can't get those fucking calls. What the hell's going on? Like, those two are way better at the both of them at getting to the rim and finishing. <laughs> they don't get as many calls per drive to the basket. Like, no, it's, it's a weird Maddie, thing. Maddie, we got, we're going to have to do some research. There, there's, I, I, I know I've seen the number out there, but, like, LeBron, at least – Kyrie's high up in the statistic in terms of like the drives to the basket and fouls for drives to the basket. Like there's some, there's some metric for this. Mm. Uh, yeah. And free throws is like really drastically low, below like the, you know, ah, fuck. I'm going to say something that's going to give sticky delight because I'm going to say something that sounds stupid from a statistical standpoint. But, uh, Ooh, you, know, nice. you, you know, when you, get, you aggregate those numbers and they get, they get into a long line and you kind of like just to, to smooth out the variations, there's a word for this and I can't remember what it is. I don't know what you mean. Nah, fuck. Anyway, there's something there's something magical and statistical that will prove how LeBron's host and how Kyrie's host, and uh, I'll prove it next podcast. Not right. I can't uh, wait. And I'll, and I'll learn what this word is. <laughs> we, we remember it. 
Uh, anyway, yeah. So it's 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 Kyle Lowry for me and Jonas Valanciunas. Is anyone else? I mean, somebody. No, somebody I don't, Ross Patterson. I don't hate those guys. No. Somebody will emerge though. This is what I say every time, Patty. You don't have to worry about somebody getting on the kill list. They'll get there. Patterson is, I think, my my sleeper. Ooh. Um, he's he's a good rebounder. He can hit the three. Um, he's surprisingly he'll surprise you, right? He'll come out of nowhere and surprise you with games. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he could hit some big threes in a game that would make us real mad. Yep, real mad. But um, yeah, these guys aren't dicks, so it's you know, it's Canadians, man. Canadians. Can't hate them. It's hard to hate them. Hard to hate them. Um, all right, before we get to our our preview, um, I want to just do a quick detour into the into the Western Conference, Maddie. If that's all right with you. Sure. Uh, so Oklahoma City beat the Spurs, which I don't think any of us expected. Did you? Uh, I was not surprised that it was a series. I don't think, I think I thought San Antonio was going to win, especially after game one. That it would go six or seven would not have surprised me at all. I think I would have predicted it, but, uh, I was very impressed with the thunder. One thing I'm really happy about, and I, and I might have to start wearing my jersey again. Playoff Dion, man. Showing Waiter, up, huh? Wait, Waiters Island. It's, it's no longer the place where Dion sits waiting for the ball to be passed to him. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. I think I'm happy for Dion. I'm happy for Dion. Uh, uh, OKC is going through a similar revelation that the Cavs went through. They're coming together in the playoffs and suddenly, suddenly becoming consistent on defense. They are an athletic, physical team. Steven Adams has been a revelation the same way that I think Mozgov was last year for us. Although he was, you know, Mozgov was good for us from the get-go. Um, you know, I'm going to skip ahead here and just say, it, uh, it, we, we always would say we'd rather face San Antonio than Golden State, but would you rather face Oklahoma City than San Antonio in the finals? Yes. Kind of a yes. yes for me too. But again, the team we handle in the regular season is a completely different team. It's like, Agreed. It's like, but it's I, like I, I saying, think... we can handle the Cavs. We play, we play, we beat them twice in the regular season. We got them. I think Pete Curry is terrifying enough that you get away from him oh, if you oh, can. Oh, oh, no. I'm not saying Golden State. Yes, obviously, either of these oh. teams. Oh, sorry. San Antonio. San Antonio go, or Oklahoma Oh, State. or OKC? Yeah, then I think San Antonio you'd rather face. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember during the regular season when uh, <laughs> Versteeg was so worried about Tim Duncan dismantling Kevin Love? Yes. That would yes. be a problem. <laughs> uh, he couldn't oh, even get on the court in this game. Stiggy, so dumb. He couldn't get on the court. It was so sad. It was yeah. just, it was just so sad. No, oh. that that uh, the Thunder team can be scary, man. Very they scary. have so much athletic talent. Uh, uh, they have two guys that can completely destroy you, just like we have uh, two guys who can completely destroy and go off. Um, you know, they have athletes across the board. I think they match up well with us in terms of the athletes. Uh, I think we have more three point shooting than they do. Clearly, we do for sure. They hit like. Four Not. to six threes a game. Yeah, so that's our and equalizer. Russell Westbrook is a terrible three-point shooter. Yeah. Well, um, I, I still like our chances against them, uh, and, and certainly rooting for them to beat Oklahoma City because of Death Curry. But, uh, rooting for them to beat the Warriors. I'm sorry, uh, the Warriors. So one, one quick uh, Simmons note here before we move on is he's been raving about the, the front line and that they were playing Adams and Cantor together, and they still have yeah. Ibaka and what this plethora of riches that the big man is. Uh, the same guy who consistently says that KD should be playing the four in this in the new <laughs> NBA, and that the Cavs have too many. They have too many fours. 
the Cavs roster, he is critical of because we have uh, Mozgov. We're paying all these guys, Fry Thompson, Mozgov, and uh, and uh, Love, when we really can only play one of them at a time because LeBron should be playing the four. So the exact same – it's pretty much the exact same thing that they've got going on um, in Oklahoma City that he's that he loves is what we've got going on in Cleveland, which he despises. Why does, why does Boston hate Cleveland? We've done nothing but good things for them. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. We gave them their coach, their, their awesome coach that is now like a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, we gave them the World Series. Yeah. I mean, what, what we've rolled the, over many times. What else do they fucking want from us? It's very strange, bizarre. Um, how about, uh, Kevin Durant just dismantling Kawhi? Um, yeah, that was impressive. That was crazy. Um, yeah, and, and that's where like the shooting really gets you, and that's where that's where KD separates himself from LeBron. I don't mean like in a in a all around standpoint, but that's where his game is different and is is different to guard and different to stop. But when somebody gets hot like that from outside, a la Steph, it's terrifying and you can't do anything to stop it. Cause they can just, cause a guy six foot 10 who can shoot like that in rhythm. Oh yeah. There's absolutely nothing you can do. Yep. If he gets going, he's, 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 he's scary. So that he, series is going to be super interesting. I'm excited. And honestly, having watched how San Antonio play gold, uh, Oklahoma city, I do prefer Oklahoma city playing San Antonio. You too. Or would you have rather, you know, San? I mean, obviously, Oklahoma City won, so clearly they're a better team. But like, you know, going into it, I I would have thought Oklahoma City was sorry, San Antonio was the better team to to beat uh, uh, Golden State. Yes, I do but, not think that anymore. It's no, clearly, clearly Oklahoma City was always had the more athletic, more you know, energetic yeah. team. If they're good enough to beat the savvy team like this, the Spurs, fucking a, that's yeah. the team you want. You want them to, to drag out. Beat down, hopefully, like just stress the shit out of the, the the Warriors, and you know. Yep, and they never beat the Warriors during this. Tough. Mm. I think almost every game was pretty close, and certainly the one they should have won that KD sort of pissed away at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we'll see if they if they if they if they've grown some some composure like the Cavs have, and, and uh, whether things can keep their out. defense up because that's been their problem is their their D actually, and that exactly. got real that got pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, all right. Um, anything else on the Western Conference before we move back to uh, back to the Eastern Conference? No, it's going to be fascinating. Exactly. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to watch. I mean, this is the most I'm probably going to watch of another playoff series. Um, uh, if I can, of course, I'm, I'm going to try. Um, that I can, that I can remember at least in terms of anticipation. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, Maddie, uh, you start. You go first. Uh, let's do our our Cavs win if Cavs lose if. Um, uh, game by game, like, so what are the what are the three your three keys? Uh, what what three keys will determine whether we win, and what three keys will determine whether we lose uh, a particular game in this series? Uh, so I think, God, you know, it's I that feels silly saying it, but our three point shooting. If we continue to, I think if we average at least eleven a game, we feel mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, I think we win. The rebounding war, rebounding. Okay, yeah, I, that's always that's always important to me. Um, and if we are within, uh, I don't think we. I think they're going to shoot more free throws than us, almost no matter what. But I think mm-hmm. as long as that doesn't get totally out of hand, so if we're within five to six free throws attempted per game of them, 
then I feel pretty good. Interesting. That's I'll go with those three. That's very similar. Uh, that, that's that they win. What, but what are the things that happen that, that, that make us lose? So the, the free throws go way out of hand, right? That's right. a that's an obvious one. If they're just getting tons and tons and tons of calls and we're getting nothing, which is super possible, um, both for how each of those teams plays and just how the refs might blow the whistle, um, mm-hmm. that's something that could be a challenge for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, if our defense doesn't, I think we our defense getting better is something we need to happen, I think, mm-hmm. for us to really contend for a championship. I think it can. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's not there right now. It's, it hasn't been that good. Yeah. So if that um, continues apace or worsens, uh, especially on the perimeter where, they, where they've got guys that can be tough to stop. Um, so I think if they're just blowing our perimeter D, um, that's a problem for us. Yeah. Uh, uh, mine's fairly similar to emphasis. Uh, uh, threes obviously starts the thing out. Three parade continues. Uh, that's a big key. Um, yeah. In my, my general arithmetic is if we get two out of these three, we'll, we'll, we'll typically win. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll win if we get two out of, we keep hitting tons of threes. Uh, I don't know what the, the metric is, but if we're, you know, if we're buying threes and, and it's going well, we're not going through huge droughts. If we go through a huge drought, even if we get 11 threes, Maddie, but then we just stop hitting threes the rest of the game and we lose below a 20 point lead. Right. And, and that's all we're shooting. More right. importantly, if the offense bugs down in such right. a way that we're that's hitting the, that many, but yeah, that's the big key. But if you keep crushing threes, um, my second uh, factor is uh, if we can do what we did against the Pistons. The Pistons, the Pistons, and Raptors are very similar in the sense that their entire offense is predicated around pick and roll, getting getting penetration into the basket. They, you know, and, and they also have a big man that can play. Uh, they can they can post up, right? Those yep. are the two things they have. And I was watching them play today pretty closely, and that was their entire offense aside from the fouls. But like that's also how they get a lot of fouls, right? Transition, sure, defense this, but like. When they have a set offense, they have no offense. Their only offense is these pick and rolls, and it's really dumb and bad offense. So if we can find a way to slow them down the perimeter, that's number two. They're done. Uh, the third thing is we can maybe lose on one of these two things, but the Raps might shit the bed. The Raps have been shitting the bed throughout the playoffs um, occasionally. Yeah, they've been in so many rock fights this playoffs. It's unreal. It's like It reminds me of the, the Bulls series. The Bulls can always shit the bed for like long periods. They just stop yeah, making that- offense. Last year, last year's Bulls. Yes, that's a very good analogy. I feel, I feel like we have the exact same scenario here. The Raptors could just—we can still play like shit, and the Raptors could still shit the bed, and we'll still win. Yes. Uh, uh, so I put them as one of my three. We'll win if they if they shit the bed. Um, factors. We'll, yeah, that's we'll, a really good one, actually. Yeah, we'll lose. We'll lose. I think I agree with you on all these things. The first of my first two items that we start, we get cold in three, and we do not replace it with uh, uh, interior basket, easy baskets under the hoop. Um, like fine, if we start going cold from three, I'm gonna keep shooting them, which may be the right thing to do. You know, we're good shooters. The odds will turn around, and we'll, we'll, you know, that's what we basically did against the Hawks. Like, I, I, we did get a lot of. Yeah, I'm contradicting myself here. I was saying earlier that we got a lot of bas- uh, easy hook looks for the basket, but a couple of times, you know, especially in the game three, uh, we just kept you know, with Kenny Fry, We just kept bombing threes because they were open, um, yeah. and they started going down. And, you know, then, we, you know, so they got close, you know, they got a lead. Then we just came right back because we started bombing threes. So I, I don't know if that's that clear, but, you know, but I need to see that look. Under, there's looks under the basket. Uh, we'll lose if we, if we let uh, Kyle, Kyle Lowry and, and Corey Joseph just, just fly to the rim uh, at a whim. Um, and the th- third thing is, yeah, if Lowry and the Raptors get the 06 Wade finals treatment. 
Yes. Oh, that, that scares me. If two of those things happen, the perimeter plus Lowry or, or, or Lowry plus the threes going, going away, you know, any of those combination of threes, two of those things go, go wrong, we're definitely going to lose. Yeah. Those, are my, those, are my, those are my threes. Yeah. Uh, all right, man, what, what are your predictions? Um, I, I still feel good about this. I mean, the Cavs are the better team here. The Raptors yeah. are lucky um, to be here. Mm-hmm. Honestly, they could have lost either of those series coming into this. Yep. Um, I'm going to say Cav- I, I think the Cavs got a little lucky winning a game, games in each of those their sweeps. Uh, yeah. Another Great. sweep seems Great. unlikely to me. I think we're due for one. So I'm going to go Cavs in six. Mm. Cavs in six. So so so, so uh, we got lucky in one of those games. So that cast a two games the Raps. I, I'm going to go Cavs in five. I'm going to be a little cocky. Mm. I'm avoiding cockiness at all costs. Um, well, I'm, I'm trying to get into a uh, um, fatalist um, uh, standpoint here, Maddie. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. If we lose to the Raptors or we can't beat them in less than six, well, whatever. Six is not, not, not embarrassing against the Raptors. I'll be, fine with, I'll be fine with Cavs in six, put it that way. If we can't beat the Raptors, Maddie, who gives a shit? No, I, 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 that's true. That's sort of that's why I'm like, I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll get mad during the series when the series is over. We lose the Raptors, eh. Right. That's team shit. Uh, I really, so, I will be very upset if we lose this series. Oh God, yeah, I'll be upset, but I, I will immediately shut it down and become emotionally unavailable to everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, no, I, I think the Cavs have it, and then I'm trying to be a little more bold in my predictions. Not, not, not I'm trying not to add the Cleveland uh, uh, layer to my predictions. Oh, I'm not there honest. yet. Yeah. Well, my Cleveland layer, I'd say Cavs in seven. That's how it always, you know, I, I'm, yeah. you know, and I guess, you know, I guess any, any team that I didn't feel confident about, I would say Cavs are going to lose. You know, that's my, that's my thing. So even saying the Cavs are going to win this series is like optimistic for you and me. That's but true. To, but to be honest, this team should win this game, in, this series in five. This should. Um, you're pro- I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to yes. predict it, but I think you're right. I'm with you on that. I, 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 I would not be surprised to see this game, this series go to six, because this is Cleveland after all. Um, all right. Uh, briefly, uh, tribe, any, any thoughts on tribe, man, you know, they're trying to get me revved up and then they had yeah. the sweep of the tigers in Detroit when we were sweeping the pistons and we were all fired up and then they lost six in a row to the twins and the, or five of six to the twins and the Phillies. Then they came back and took five of six again from the tigers and the Royals and we were feeling good. And they just dropped four of six mm-hmm. to the Astros and twins. It, they're frustrating right now, but I still feel like they're hanging around. Then um, they they could bust loose. Yeah, we're right we're right around five hundred. So game over five hundred, I think. We're, no, we are exactly five hundred. Exactly five hundred now after after today. Um, but it's so confusing because I can't keep track of who's with my team. Kluber's back? No, no, yeah. maybe not. He was yeah. crushing yeah. now, and now he got he got dinged again by the fucking Twins. Why can't we we speak against bad teams? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, they play really well against the good teams, the Royals, the Tigers. Uh, you know, then, then we start losing against teams that are like below five. I, I don't it's know. very frustrating because the the downside is we played a lot of bad teams in the beginning. This is what could haunt us. Yeah, and um, didn't get teams, those wins. Yeah, so they we're not. Haunt. We haven't we haven't played ourselves out of anything yet. But those those losses are going to sting mm-hmm. conceivably come September. And then uh, Trevor Bauer is now back. Man, he's been great. Yeah, he's looked good. Um, frankly, he he really should have only given up one run today. He gave up three, 
but he had two calls that were like right on the edge. And I, I'm I'm of the mindset that like an umpire that's gonna let is gonna let two calls that are right on the plate for strike three go one after the other. Like that's just a bullshit thing to do. I just feel like I don't know. I I'm not, you got to reward the pitcher that's that close. And it was re- they were both incredibly borderline. And he called strikes yeah. on those pitches before. But like, you don't do that shit to a pitcher. The guy's hitting the spots. Like, to do that twice in a row, two different spots, he's nailing them, and they're just barely off. You, you, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, the point was, he... he right. He uh, could, that would have been, been strike three, out three, and then he gave up back-to-back hits, and, and, uh, uh, and that's how he gave up two runs. Yeah. Um, and you could, see, you could tell, because Bauer started to walk off of one of them. And the minute he did that, he threw the pitch. It was called a ball. I started to walk off. I was like, oh, shit. This is, yeah. is going to end badly. No, you know how that goes. Because I'm probably going to get a dick, which he was. And then Bauer's going to get angry because Bauer does not, is not you know, mentally stable. And that happened. But otherwise, he had one, one solo shot, and he was just brilliant throughout the entire game. So it's really encouraging to see him that way. But then Brantley, he's back out again now with a shoulder injury. Yeah, it seems like they got him back a little too a little too quick. I don't think this is this is a long term problem. Yeah, it seems like uh, it doesn't. Just... It doesn't seem like they're just really being cautious with him now. But we need him back. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah, that's the one thing about this team is that we don't have the luxury of having any of these key hitters out. Like we need all those guys to be in. Yeah, Kipnis, Brantley, totally agree. Santana, we need those guys. We can't. We can't. Hell, even even Gomes. Yeah, Gomes has been rough. He's been rough. And he's still playing. He's still hitting below 200, I think. Roberto Perez is out for a few months. Um, yeah, that we need Gomes to come around and start hitting again. Big time, big time. So I'm, you know, I still feel good about the tribe. I mean, uh, they're they're not getting my full attention right now, obviously. Um, but I, I <laughs> whatever for, <laughs> I want them, uh, it'd be great for them to be, uh, in a place to make a run come July when we'll have, uh, more, more time for this, Matty. All righty, Matty. Uh, I think that does it for us. Uh, uh, you should get to bed because I think I've heard, I've counted at least like eight, 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 eight luxurious yawns for you during the podcast. My is, apologies. We were at a, we were at a wedding in, in Napa, Napa last night. <laughs> So well, mind you, you're on the west coast. Tired. It's, it's past midnight here <laughs> on the east coast. It was the wine making me yawn, Patty. Not you. <laughs> Don't worry. Your takes were as fresh as ever. Don't patronize me, Maddie. It was me. <laughs> it was me. Um, all right, that is it for the Cleveland Sports Hour. Until next time, this is Maddie and Patty saying. Burr. Burr.